My name is Jenna Pothier, the host of Serial Killer Series. On this episode, we will be talking about the serial killer, Ted Bundy, his murders, how he executed them, his escapes, and honoring his victims. Enjoy. give a warning to everybody who may want to watch this podcast. This episode contains sensitive subjects such as rape and murder. If these things bother you, please do not listen. to start out this podcast by talking about Ted Bundy and who he was as a child and as a person before he became known as the first ever serial killer. (sighs) Theodore Robert Bundy was born in Burlington, Vermont on November 24th, 1946. Eleanor Cowell. His mother was 22 years old and unmarried when she had her son, who ended up being known as Ted. She delivered him in a home for unwed mothers and then brought Ted back to her parents to be adopted. Bundy grew up thinking his grandparents were his parents and his mother was his sister. Bundy eventually found out the truth when his mother moved him to Tacoma and married Johnny Bundy. Eleanor and Johnny ended up having more children, and from then on, it seemed Ted's home life was relatively normal. I personally don't believe a person is born a psychopath. I do not believe Ted Bundy was a psychopath when he was a child or during his high school years. Bundy suffered from attachment disorder due to his mother passing herself off as his sister and a pornography addiction and many more things. But many people are lonely, come from emotionally dysfunctional families, watch porn or all these things together and don't become serial killers like Bundy did. But a lot led up to Bundy becoming a serial killer. He started out lonely and shy as a child. This made him a target for bullying in school. He believed all of the attention from his parents was paid to the younger kids who were really his stepfather, Johnny Bundy's children from a previous marriage. At a young age, he started fantasizing about women he saw and mimicking the accents of some politicians he listened to on the radio. Basically, he was fantasizing about being someone else, someone important, someone who wasn't him. Bundy started with peeping in windows in his early teens. Then he got into shoplifting. Coming from an extremely religious family, he began to shut down feelings of guilt. He did not think the things he were doing was wrong. 
His parents eventually let him get away with these things, and he started doing more. When he went to college at the University of Washington, he seemed to be making good and normal relationships. He fell head over heels in love with a girl, but she ended it, and it broke Bundy's heart. At this point, Bundy started getting into a lot of illegal stuff. He was stealing food and uniforms from work. You can see the psychopathic personality beginning to grow within him. Many people believe that the trigger for him to kill was the lady he fell in love with in college. Many of his victims resemble her greatly. Bundy's failures in his life left him very upset, lonely, and looking for identity. When he saw his first two victims on the beach, Memorial Day weekend, he had an overwhelming urge to rape them, and once he did, he felt no choice but to silence them. This was a big turning point on his life. Once Bundy killed once, there was no way of going back to the person he once was. Nobody knows exactly when Bundy's killing spree started, but many people seem to believe that it was in 1974, just two years after his graduation from the University of Washington. Around this time, many young college-aged women in the Seattle and surrounding areas began going missing. Rumors begin to circulate that some of the victims had been last seen with a dark-haired man known as Ted. In the late fall of 1974, Bondi moved to Utah, and uncoincidentally, young women started going missing from there as well. typically targeted female college students. His most common tactic for capturing women was to pick up hitchhikers or to approach women while appearing to be hurt and ask them for help putting something in his car. Once he lured these innocent women in, he would hit them unconscious before blinding them, raping them, and finally killing them. He would then dump the bodies in a remote location, typically the woods. It is said that he oftentimes would revisit the sites of the bodies to have sex with the women. In some cases, he would decapitate his victims' heads and keep their skulls to sleep with them at night. Originally, the police dismissed Ted Bundy as a suspect despite many warnings from various sources. But when more and more disappearances began to occur, in places Ted Bundy always seemed to be, the police called in for a major investigation. As the manhunt continued, more and more witnesses described someone who looked exactly like Ted as the murderer. Each new place Ted moved, women would keep disappearing. 
Finally, in August of 1975, Bundy was pulled over in his car. officer pulled Bundy over. She discovered masks, handcuffs, and blunt objects in the trunk of his car. The officer didn't have enough evidence to arrest him, but she put him under surveillance, and eventually the police found his beetle that he had since sold. They found hair that matched three victims, and this was enough evidence to convict him of murder. However, this was not the end of Ted Bundy's killing spree. In January of 1977, Bundy was extradited to Colorado to be tried for murder. While waiting for his trial, he fled the Pitkin County Jail by jumping out an open window. He was captured eight days later without murdering any more women during this time period. However, on December 30th in 1977, he escaped yet again from the Garfield County Jail. This time, however, he traveled all the way to Tallahassee, Florida. While hiding out, he lived under different aliases such as Christopher Hagen and Kenneth Meisner. On January 15th, 1978, while he was escaped from prison, he invaded a sorority house on the Florida State University campus where he injured four girls and ended up killing two of them. After he fled the sorority home, he broke into the home of another woman and beat her nearly to death before worried neighbors called the police. The woman thankfully survived the attack, but she would be his last surviving victim. On February 9th, 1978, Bundy kidnapped a 12-year-old girl, raped her, and slit her throat. Just days later, on February 15th, Bundy was arrested because the plates on his car had been reported stolen. Bundy conducted his own defense with the help of several attorneys, but in the end, he was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death by execution. After a nearly decade of sitting in jail, as his life was coming to an end, Bundy started confessing to murders. By the time his execution date arrived, he had confessed to 36 murders in total, but investigators strongly believe that that number may be much higher. Theodore Robert Bundy was executed on January 24th, 1989, at the Florida State Prison. His last words were, I'd like to give my love to my family and my friends. Many spectators of his death celebrated with champagne. His ashes were spread over the mountains in Washington State, where several of his victims' bodies were found.
would now like to take some time to talk about Ted Bundy's victims. I would like to honor the known people that he murdered. We will start with the victims from Washington. Anne Marie Barr was eight years old from Tacoma, Washington. Lonnie Trumbull, age unknown, from Seattle, Washington. Lisa Wick, age unknown, from Seattle, Washington. Johnny Lenz, 18 years old, from Seattle, Washington. Linda Ann Healy, 21 years old, from Seattle, Washington. Donna Gail Manson, 19 years old, from Evergreen State College. Susan Elaine Rancourt, 19 years old, from Central Washington State College. Brenda Baker, 15 years old, from Redmond, Washington. Roberta Kathleen Parks, 20 years old, from OSU in Corvallis, Oregon. Brenda Carol Ball, 22 years old, from Burien, Washington. Georgina Hawkins, 18 years old, from UW, Seattle, Washington. Janice Ott, 23 years old, from Samish State Park, Washington. Denise Nanslud, 18 years old, from Lake Samish State Park, Washington. We will now move on to the Colorado victims. Karen Campbell, 23 years old, from Aspen, Colorado. Julie Cunningham, 26 years old, from Vail, Colorado. Denise Lynn Oliverson, 25 years old, from Grand Junction, Colorado. Melanie Cooley, 18 years old, from Nederland, Colorado. Shelley Robertson, 24 years old, from Golden, Colorado. We will now move on to the Utah victims. Nancy Wilcox, 16 years old, from Salt Lake City, Utah. Melissa Smith, 17 years old, from Midvale, Utah. Laura Amy, 17 years old, from Lehigh, Utah. Debbie Kent, 17 years old, from Bountiful, Utah. Carol Durant, 18 years old, from Salt Lake City, Utah. Nancy Baird, 23 years old, from Layton, Utah. Sue Curtis, 15 years old, from Laytona, Utah. Debbie Smith, 17 years old, from Salt Lake City, Utah. We will now move on to the Oregon victims. Roberta Kathleen Parks, 20 years old, from Corvallis, 
Oregon. Rita Lorraine Jolly, 17 years old, from West Lynn, Oregon. Vicki Lynn Holler, 24 years old, from Eugene, Oregon. We will now move on to our Florida victims. Karen Chandler, 21 years old, from Tallahassee, Florida. Kathy Cleaner, 20 years old, from Tallahassee, Florida. Lisa Levy, 20 years old, from Tallahassee, Florida. Margaret Bowman, 21 years old, from Tallahassee, Florida. Cheryl Thomas, age unknown, from Tallahassee, Florida. Kimberly Leach, 12 years old, from Lake City, Florida. And there is one victim from Idaho, Rita Curran, 24 years old. Many people believe that Ted Bundy murdered many more women than those I just listed. But I personally believe it's very important to honor those victims as more than just victims. They were people, young women with lives ahead of them, and Ted took that away. We cannot forget the harm that he has caused. stay tuned to serial killer series where next week we will talk about the famous serial killer jeffrey dahmer who committed the rape murder and dismemberment of 17 men and boys from the years 1978 to 1991 you won't want to miss this episode thank you everyone for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode and getting to learn more about Ted Bundy and his victims. I would like to thank our sponsor, Acura, for giving me a quiet place to film this podcast. See you next week on Serial Killer Series.